welcome in. It is March 11th, 2021, and uh, we are going to wrap up with the western side of the U.S. with both the AFC West and NFC West. Um, and I'm actually, these are two, I think, of the most intriguing divisions just because I think they're very winnable by most of the teams on either side. I know a lot of people think the Chiefs are kind of running away with it, but uh, with the news we saw today that they have released both their left and right tackles, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, um, that's huge because we saw what the Buccaneers did to them in the Super Bowl without those guys, and they were he, Mahomes just got obliterated. So yeah. uh, let's jump right in with the Chiefs since we're talking about them. And they so they didn't seem like they needed a ton of stuff. Um Wide receiver, I always felt like they needed one more wide receiver. They'll probably retain Sammy Watkins for a little bit, for, you know, pretty cheap. Um, I wanted them to get a new summer. I didn't like Austin Ryder. He's not he's not great. And they were going to get uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif back, the uh, doctor from, Montreal, from McGill University in Canada. And that was going to help shore up a lot of issues they had. Uh, probably get Calicio Simile back because... Between like Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz, Mike Reimers, uh, and I don't, I don't know. They're currently after releasing Fisher and Schwartz, they are still four million over the cap. I don't see. I mean, again, what we talked about is with other things. Some players will have to restructure, right? Uh, that's probably going to happen. They'll be able. To, I think they'll be able to free up ten million dollars. You know, for fifteen million dollars, but they're four million over, so they're going to net. 10 million in cap space best case scenario and yeah. like you said they're they right now from who the starters were last year they will all five be gone okay both tackles are gone both guards are free agents the centers are free agent now like you said tardiff is coming back so that makes up for one of them yeah but they've still got four spots on that o-line they gotta fill four yeah. out of five yeah <laughs> uh and with with four million over the cap uh, obviously they're drafting some tackles right i mean they have to. That's, but who? I don't know. They, according to their GM today, they feel that the that this is an extremely deep draft for offensive line, according to their player evaluations. So he, he believes that they think that they can do some good things. Now, there's also probably the belief that, you know, he, he has some ideas of some restructures that are coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. They might have a little more money than we know about. And he also, they also said that, the chi- it was leaked that the Chiefs are expected to be extremely aggressive in free agency. I'm like, how? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to have money to spend it. <laughs> they don't have credit cards for next year in the in the NFL, so I don't know. I don't know how they're going to be so aggressive, other than some player trades we don't know about. Um, potentially losing Honey Badger because I think he free- he's the only player that frees up a massive amount of money. I think if you lose Honey Badger, you gain like 14 million bucks or yeah. something like that. Maybe and, it's 12. And possibly of, and Frank Clark. Frank Clark is, is expensive. Chris Jones. No, would be you expensive. don't save. You actually lose money if you trade if you cut. Frank oh, Clark. really? Okay. Yeah, they'll actually lose money, so they have to keep Clark. Clark and Mahomes are the only two players where they actually lose money. But like the thing is, every other player they have, like best case scenario is like saving a million bucks by releasing the player. So. It doesn't make. There's not a lot of potential cuts they can make outside of Tyrion Matthew, um, and then you know I guess they could trade Frank Clark. I don't know how that affects the cap. That that might be a possibility to free up some space, but yeah. I don't think they would do that. 
um, not with what they give up to get him. Um, yeah. So, so I, man, I mean, I, I think they just have to be heavy in the draft. But and, uh, but that's the thing is, there's not really there's like three good tackles or uh, left tackles in the draft. Um, well, they may disagree with you. <laughs> uh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> with your with your vast scouting experience, uh, they might be like, they might think, hey, there's seven. <laughs> well, they, that's fine, but they're wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there's three. There's three really good. There's three guys that can play left tackle, and after that, I mean, you got a few guys that might be able. To, they can probably. There's probably quite a few good right tackles. So I understand Mitchell Schwartz. Eric Fisher is going to be expensive. It, it's not like he's that. He wasn't that old. And man, like he was. He was thirty. I mean, you got your left tackle, and he's thirty. That's huge. Um, um, your other now you got Martinez Rankin. And that is frightening. I just, it's too bad. So they had $20 million in cap space before this. I don't, I don't know what the plan is here. Uh, I guess like a small rebuild, maybe? But they still need an inside linebacker. They still need, they still need a lot of help at DB. Um, I mean, you're not rebuilding if you have Mahomes long term. So, I mean, I, yes, I see what you mean. More of a, yeah, I think that there's going to be a lot of teams that were contenders this year that are going to have to either make one of two choices. Sell the next three years so that you can win this year no matter what, or just pass on 2021. <laughs> you know, rebuild, you know, like you said, quick rebuild for 2022. I think there's a lot of people who are going to have to go, all right, let's just bite the bullet on the, you know, on these couple players, have a quick rebuild, you know, get some draft picks. Uh, whatever we can and, 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 you know, get something going for 2022 because you know, 2021, nobody was prepared for this cap loss. So major, major people that were probably going to be cut next year are going to get cut this year. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of gaps and you're not going to be able to fill all the holes in one off season. So, uh, so yeah, I, that, or there's going to be some players that say, you know what? I'm uh who's, who's another tackle or Trent, Trent Murphy, uh, you know, Trent Murphy, the kick isn't Trent Murphy. No, who's the other? Who's the no, left Trent tackle? Trent Murphy's on a tackle. He's a he's an edge From rusher. The Raiders. Yeah, who's the Raiders? Trent Brown. Trent Brown. Yeah, he could say, you know what? Uh, I'll take a million dollars to play for the Chiefs this year if you'll re- you know extend me to, tw- you know, eighteen million a year starting next year or twelve million a year starting next year or whatever, you know, uh, just to win a Super Bowl. I mean, so maybe they're counting on going that Patriots route and just signing a whole bunch of free agents at dirt, you know, at embarrassingly dirt cheap rates. Um, but still, they got to free up space to do that. Yeah, uh, it, the problem is I, with the 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 Chiefs' identity was basically Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and a really really good offensive line. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey, you're right. Because um, their defense kind of it, it's not like their defense was all that great. They had Frank Clark and Chris Jones who were good pass rushers. Um, they never had Honey good Badger. DBs. Do what? Honey Badger was good. In the Honey Badger, Badger yeah. you're right. Honey Badger. Uh, but that's their thing is they, they score on you so much that they force you to have to throw it the whole time. Perfect. And then their their front four can just feast. Like, they don't have to – and that's how we're kind of where they save because it's not like it's not like their defense was great. They had a few good players, and then they just kind of let the, the front four just kind of go after them. Without that offensive line, you saw what happened against the Bucks. And granted, this is going to happen to a lot of teams where they're going to have to just shed so many good players. I mean, the Bucks had to get rid of Sha- uh, Shaq Barrett, and that guy's a cornerstone for some team somewhere. 
Um, I don't understand. Eric Fisher, I get Mitchell Schwartz is expensive, but man, that is a nice right tackle to have. I think I would rather keep Eric Fisher because I think you can get a, a decent – I think you get, there's a lot of good interior offensive linemen and some guys that can play right tackle in the draft. But left tackle, there's three guys, and you have the 31st pick. Yeah, they ain't going to fall to you. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's going to be an ugly season for them. Uh, you know, I and again, I think if you punt to next year, um, free up those cap spaces, let some people go right now um, that you knew you were going to lose next year anyway. Um, make this a rebuilding year. You know, try to get a lot of your you know your rookies throughout this draft this year. Like you said, it's it's not starting great at 31, but you know you're going to make your first, second, third, and fourth round picks start. You know, and and you're punting on the season. Uh, just getting them that, you know, that uh, that comfort and that that experience playing in the NFL, and then hoping that some of them work out, and then you have a lot of extra free uh, cap space next year, you know, in 2022, when hopefully the uh, the the ticket sales and the cap space rebound, um, and I think it will because uh, I mean I went out in Texas last night and uh, everything was booming and there wasn't a mask in sight, so uh, so maybe. <laughs> maybe that means things are getting you know the vaccines i got an alert for vaccine today so uh so maybe uh maybe things will be getting better and you know they'll be able to have more people in the games and, and, yeah. and right size that cat so i think that's what they're going to do is punt yeah uh you may be right well their needs definitely changed the people i had resigning definitely changed uh free agency uh i had them maybe trying to go get rashad Perriman on the cheap uh, maybe get ted karras because uh, he can play guard and a little bit of center. Um, King and Drake would be a nice addition to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yes, I agree. But uh, uh, That's it. this is his last chance to get a big contract, though. King and Drake. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, well, I and think so. he's good. I just think, well, look, he went from the Dolphins, who were in disarray, and he got traded to the to the oh. Cardinals, who are a good team, but their offensive line was so bad that, I mean, him and Chase Edmonds, who both did well the year before, just could not get anything done. Uh, and then, of course, he had, I think, broken leg. Uh, right. And I, I'm, I'm also giving everyone Gary Conley, who needs a cornerback, because I think he's... <laughs> you really are. Yeah, because he's, guy. well, for the money, I think he's so worth it. Uh, and then Ruben Foster, because they really need an inside linebacker, which will help stop that uh there which will help bolster their run defense but at this point i i am at a loss i don't know what you do yeah it's there, there's not much you could do i mean like i said you punt that's it that's all there is to it i mean and you're st- it's not like you won't be competitive i mean no matter what happens to your team like you have patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. so now i don't think they can win a super bowl like you said you saw this o-line you saw what happened it's it's not going to happen again no um but but i do think that they're still going to be an exciting competitive team and they're still going to win 10 games minimum. I don't know. Minimum. I don't know. That that division, and we'll get to some of the other ones, but I think the Chargers could give them fits. I tell you what, the Broncos, with all that cap space, could reload on the cheap pretty easily, seeing all these people that are let go, and we'll get to them next. But uh, I, And you already look at that division. Almost it, almost everyone in that division split their their divisional games. Like the Raiders beat split with the Chiefs, um, that was really the only team that beat the Chiefs. But like, a lot of times yeah. the Chargers and Broncos would play each other, and it would be a mess. The Raiders, you never knew. I never bet any of those games because you just never knew who was going to win them because that division plays each other so much harder than everyone else. Yeah, it, you know, there's going to be some really interesting contracts drawn this offseason. 
mm-hmm. you know, because there's going to be a lot of play- I mean, we say that like all these players, this can be a blood math. Well, well, these players are going to end up somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, but they're not going to get and, the deals. It's a bad year to be a free agent. Yeah, you're not going to get the monster deals that you got before. But what I think is going to happen is everybody's going to get a deal about a year longer than they normally would have, and they're going to get it backloaded, you know, so that they can make up the money for this year in future years. And there, but there's going to be half. There's going to have to be uh, some a lot of guaranteed incentives, so that it doesn't make sense to cut them after this year. You know what I mean? There's going to be a lot of guarantees. Yeah. Yeah, well, for who I had them drafting was kind of – at first I had them taking Rashad Bateman in the first, which made sense because I think he's a really good receiver out of Minnesota. And uh, I, they need I, they need someone other than Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Um, I also had them taking maybe J.C. Horn or Nick Bolton. But I think now I would go Alex Leatherwood, the offensive lineman out of Alabama. I don't know exactly yep. what he would end up being in the NFL, but for them that's okay because they need everything. So they could just – they could bring him in. He's out of Alabama, so he's used to kind of pro-level stuff. So I, I think he'll work, but I, I don't know what you do from here. Yeah, it's – it's. Uh, I'll, I'll make it worse. I'll make it a little bit worse for the Chiefs <laughs> here, is that uh, now you're in a position much like the Texans uh, two years ago where everybody in the NFL knows you are drafting O-line. Yeah. And so somebody, just like the Eagles did to the Texans a few years ago, somebody's going to jump right in front of you and grab the uh, the tackle you wanted, which is what happened to us with uh, 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 nice Howard. Andre Howard? Dillard. Yeah, Andre Dillard yeah. is who Andre we... Andre Dillard, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And we took yeah. Ryan Howard. Not Ryan Howard, we took, Titus Howard. Titus. We took Titus Howard. Not yeah, the baseball player. Uh, yeah, so that's going to happen. So the Chiefs, if they want their alignment in the first round, I think they're going to have to trade up with a, with another pick. Uh, they're gonna have to use their third round pick or something to trade up a couple spots to get a tackle because yeah they're not gonna people aren't and, and like you said not even a starter necessarily you know what I mean they're gonna have to use a pick to trade up to get a project. Um, See, I don't so, think so. I don't think they will. I think they're going to get a cheap, decent uh, left tackle in free agency, and then you how. Uh, it'll be someone. Well, for what they were paying Eric Fisher, they'll get someone who's half as good and half the price. Uh, and there are a few of those guys that. out. I mean, you can go get Russell Okung for a year and just kind of throw him in there and see what happens. Um, let's see. For left tackles to some of the free agents, um, Trent, Trent Williams, Russell Okung, R- Riley Reef, Alejandro Villanueva, um, Jason Peters, Kelvin Beecham. A lot of guys are like, ah, I don't really want that, but I'll take it. Julian Davenport might be a good one. Uh, he, might, I mean, not that he's good, but he'll – He's young. He's awful. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he's young, and he'll be really, really cheap. So they can do something like that for left tackle, and then in the draft, just go straight O line, or honestly, best player available, um, and just start line. grabbing best a bunch player of available guys. on O line. Yeah, but but keep in mind, to even to sign that left tackle, you're talking even uh, Davenport. Uh, they have to cut Tyrion Matthew. Probably. So, what's that? Probably, but they they gave I mean, themselves they a lot of cap room. By cutting Schwartz and uh, uh, yeah, but Fisher. they're still five four over after those moves. They're four million over the cap after those two moves. Uh, they were tw- oh yeah, they were negative twenty. That's right. I had, I didn't see the yeah. negative. They were negative twenty before those moves. That's yeah, right. now they're negative four. So they're 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 negative four. They yeah. still have to make four million dollars of room to break even. That's true. Um, yeah. And so and again, the only player they can do that with is is Tyrion Matthew. Yeah. Uh, so 
I think it was like twelve million. I need to look at that to be sure of what the actual dead money is, but or cap savings is. But, uh, well, but yeah, so Chris Jones got a huge contract last year, so they could move off him. But boy, I wouldn't. He's young. He's good. And if you can retain him, that'd be good. I would try to trade Frank, Frank Clark. I think. But, it's but what's sucks your, that you gave up for him? But you have to look at what your dead money is, though, because a lot of times, especially if you got a contract last year, then it's highly likely that they actually lose money if they trade him this year. True. Um, that the, it's not about the dollar value; it's about the. Uh, guaranteed money that they got last year and that guaranteed money spills into this year oh, so all of it for the next four years of the contract gets pushed forward immediately to right now so so the only way you save money usually is getting rid of veterans that are the last year or two of their contract so uh the guys are that just signs one like frank clark and, and chris houston and patrick mahomes you're losing your butt on those now now there is a possibility i mean the best possibility they have is mahomes and uh frank clark taking pay cuts or I should say restructures moving it to the back of the deal um, and just saying hey guys you guys want to win right like there's no way we can do that <laughs> because of COVID it's no one's fault COVID just killed our cap space if we want to freeze them up you guys have to agree to you know take a big loss on this year and they may do that they may do that so that they can win and go to another Super Bowl so um, I mean they're kind of in their window as odd as that is you know right now while, while Mahomes is young and they have the team around them that they've got so um, because Travis, Travis Kelsey, he's not going to be around forever. Yeah, maybe two more years. Um, mm-hmm. of elite, of elite Kelsey. Uh, Tyreek Hill, two more years of elite speed. I yeah. mean, you know, they're guys like him always scare me because they're an ACL away from being completely irrelevant. You know, um, so so yeah, man. I think there's I think there's a lot of things they got to do quickly. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe restructuring them is where that'll make sense so that they can fill in some spots and not have to lose. You know, Tyrion Matthew is one of their only players in the secondary. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's the thing. It's gonna it, things this week and next week are gonna be a bloodbath for so many people. Um, so we'll end up seeing. I don't know how they get out of what they're gonna do, but they're definitely gonna take a step back. Uh, let's move on to the Broncos, who I actually think have a lot of potential to do a lot of things. All right, so the Broncos are actually one of the teams I think can make some of the biggest strides in the offseason. Uh, I don't like what they look like right now. They've got a lot of issues. Uh, they need a lot of help on O-line. They just extended Garrett Bowles last year, which I didn't understand because I don't think he's very good. But they could still move him to the right side and get a left tackle. Um, but they need help on that offensive line. Dalton Reisner was supposed to be a tackle. They got him at guard. Lloyd Cushenberry, they got last year. He, you and I both like and I think mm-hmm. he's he did not he had a lot of issues last year, but he was a rookie. I think he could be better, um, and they kind of threw him in at center. Uh, and then Graham Glasgow at right guard. Demar Dotson's a right tackle. They're going to lose him, but I think they can. An interior offensive lineman's fine, and if you can get, they're going to. I mean, Eric Fisher just became available, and uh, if he's mad, he can go up against the the uh, Chiefs twice a year. I mean, that would be. That'd be huge. Yeah, if Eric Fisher signed with him, that would be huge. Or even Mitchell Schwartz, really. Well, I but mean, Mitchell I, Schwartz is a right tackle. I, I just I don't like Garrett Bowles. I feel like should be right tackle and not left. But I, I get what you're saying. I mean, saying. maybe you may be right, but I mean, with their cap space and all that, like I, I think it might be a smart. I think Bowles is fine at left tackle. I think I think you got to worry about. I think what you need to worry about is your quarterback. The, the quarterback is where they need help yeah. badly. Yeah. Um, so if you can get Mitchell Schwartz at right tackle, I mean, he's a really solid piece, and you already got a solid interior. Uh, you can have your your other tight end block, help block on the left side if you have to, or your running back chip 
over there. They got receivers everywhere. One of the best tight ends in football, probably a top three, five at the bet at worst. Um, yeah, no, I and, and great running back. So I think they need to worry about their uh, their quarterback. And I don't know. I'm interested to see what you think they're going to do to fix that. So this is so I've got kind of a, a theory. So I, a lot of times in free agency or before the draft. It's the quiet ones you have to worry about. We keep hearing things about what San Francisco going to do. Are they, you know, like, oh, we like Garoppolo, but I don't think they really do. What are the Patriots going to do? They're like, our plan A is Garoppolo. Um, the Colts already made their move. The Jets have kind of talked, oh, we are, we're in love with Zach Wilson. But you haven't heard a peep from Denver. And I think that's by design. Because I think yeah. they could go after um, uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, I think the Jets are going to move on from him and go with Zach Wilson. I think they're just looking for the right trade. And I think with the Broncos, they've got the ninth pick. I feel like the Jets are going to move back. The Broncos could move into that second spot and take Zach Wilson, or they could maybe use a little bit less draft capital and get Sam Darnold. But either way, they can kind of pivot and see how things uh, land out with all the quarterbacks that are on the market right now. So, I think they'll be fine at quarterback. They just if they get some of that offensive line to bolster, they should be okay. But you're pretty sure that the way they're fine at quarterback in the in that division is going to be Sam Darnold. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with Sam Darnold. With the rest, of, if they bolster that offensive line, like I say, with some of the free agents that got released, they've got the running game. Uh, Philip Lindsay. It, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, and Melvin Gordon's a pretty good three-headed monster. I think Melvin Gordon will take another step up this year. Uh, Philip Lindsay hopefully will get healthy, but he's a small guy. And their wide receiving core is really good. KJ Hamler, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick. They've got uh, they've got a fantastic and then Noah Fant, Nick Vanette are really good tight ends. If you've got a decent quarterback in there, they don't even have to be that good. They could just be a game manager, and I feel like they could do well at that offense. Uh, their defense, on the other hand, they need quite a few things. They let go of Von Miller, uh, which made sense. He was getting a lot of money. He was getting yep, old. He's yep. coming off an injury. I don't have a lot of problems with that. Um, for re-signing, they really don't have the money to re Oh, actually, I'm sorry. They have a ton of money to re-sign. I, I don't see anybody that they really need to. Um, Jeremy Atachu, kind of. He would be good rotation. But, uh, but they need to help... They need to get their inside linebackers better. They need another pass rusher on the other side of Bradley Chubb, and they need uh, another defensive end. They're going to lose Shelby Harris. Uh, hopefully, Telvin Aguim, or uh, Mick Telvin Aguim can move into nose tackle, but they still need at least one, if not two more, defensive defensive ends. Yeah, uh, you're right, and I don't know, man. Uh, I, Shelby Harris... I'm not convinced that they don't find a way to keep him still. Yeah. Um, but but he might get paid, so I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. It's it's all going to depend on what they do at quarterback. Um, I I really see Von Miller going to either Houston or Dallas only because uh, he likes to spend a lot of time in College Station mm -hmm. um, and just being close to that. As he's a lot of people like to go back to their hometown as they're getting ready to retire. Yeah. You know, so I could see him coming to Texas for that reason. He's got a farm uh, out there. Yeah, and both both teams could definitely use him. So you know, if he's willing to not break the bank but make a couple extra million and be close to home, then uh, I could see that happening. But but yeah, he's not going back to Denver. And uh, I will say, piggybacking on your quarterback idea, I'm going to say Bron right now Broncos are my dark horse. 
worse. Uh, I think that the Bears are either going to land Watson or Wilson, but I think it's Watson. Do you think and the Bears are going to get Watson? I do. I do. I do. Apparently, there's been reports that they're about they're offering some absolutely insane package mm-hmm. of just the farm, <laughs> all of it, uh, and uh, and for Watson mainly, but also that they have ideas on packages for Russ. Uh, I think they get Watson, and I think what's slowing down the Wilson trade is uh, finding out what Watson gets. And and I think Broncos will offer, you know, a, a first and a second less than whatever Deshaun, you know, goes for. So um, so here's the thing about that, that though. Uh, this So this morning, um, they had bets on where Russell Wilson was going to end up landing in Vegas. They've taken them all off the board. And not only that, but the Bears' uh, chances of winning the Super Bowl have dramatically gone up. So I feel like those are two things that right next to each other, there's something yeah. going on in the, behind the scenes. I think Russell Wilson ends up with the Bears. I, I, I heard you say that this morning, and I I mean, all signs point to yes, <laughs> that that's happening. It's just odd that usually if something like that happens, it's because the news is breaking in minutes. Yeah. And it's been all day and nothing still. So I, maybe uh, – but maybe people just assume that's what the Bears package is, and they've heard what it is, and they know there's no way that Russ is going to say no to it, uh, uh, or, or the Seahawks will say no to it. But a deal this but, big is going to need some fine tuning. So if it needs a little while, and you know what, I would, I wouldn't even if it happened today, this morning when all that happened, then it would make sense. Why not wait till tomorrow and release big news on Friday, which is what a lot of teams like to do. That's true. That's true. A lot of teams like to dominate the, the air traffic on the weekend. Uh, by releasing news on Friday. So, yeah, you may be on to something. They may go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, very interesting. Uh, but Broncos are my are my dark horse to go after the other quarterback, whoever, whoever Chicago doesn't get. Um, also, interesting news is that David Coley said uh, today, for the first time anyone in Houston uh, has done this, he made comments about uh, Deshaun Watson and, and that they want somebody who wants to be there. Well, he better go um, ask his daddy if that's okay, because I, I can't imagine he's the one that's got the pull to say that kind of stuff. No, but I feel like the only way he said that is, like, he accidentally slipped a little bit uh, and and started laying out the groundwork for why they traded him. I can see that. Uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, like, they they had a little meeting saying, here's here's what the new press, is getting, press line is going to be. <laughs> we want people who want to be here, and then it'll be – we were sad to have to let him go <laughs> uh, and start handling their PR that way. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think the Broncos have a shot. Uh, I think they keep Shelby Harris. I have no idea who they go after as, as an edge rusher. Uh, There's going to be a ton on the board. Before, Dude, check Barrett. Go get Shaq Barrett on the other side of Bradley Chubb. Uh, oh, word my is, goodness. Word is the Bucks already have something in place for him. Uh, so they, they they got Levante David done, and then talks immediately went to Jack, uh, Jack Barrett. Man, they are doing uh, some cap space wizardry with this stuff, because I don't know how they're well, going to keep all these guys. They're getting them to take a smaller amount of money to keep winning Super Bowls. And I feel like a guy like Shaq Barrett, um, he was all about, like, I just want to go win a Super Bowl. and I want. Actually, I'm sorry. He said, I just want to get paid. All I want to do is get paid. Yeah. Uh, that was at the beginning of the season. And then... Then Tom Brady showed him the trophy, <laughs> and I don't know. I just have but, a feeling maybe he's like, I could get used to this. But he's I made he's made very he has way nowhere near as much money as he should have um, so far, 
And so yeah. I, I would not be surprised if he still wants to get the money. And maybe they do. Though they're still at this point, they're five and a half million under uh, or over the cap. So they're going to have to do something. I, I don't. They I, will. I think that there will be Tom Brady and 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 you know Nick Casario was was given the credit as the wizard. But let's face it, a big reason that the Patriots always were willing to take restructures and Tom Brady only took twenty million dollars when he could have had thirty-five uh, every year after year and was like always the twelfth highest-paid quarterback was because uh, people people knew that if you took a little less money, you could win championships, multiple championships. And that team is no longer the Patriots. That team is the Buccaneers. And and I feel like Tom Brady's got the ability to look at some of his teammates, not all of them. Some of them are going to say, nope, I want the money. I only play for the money. But I think a lot of teammates will buy into Tom Brady going, we, got him, we just locked him up for two more years. This dude's still got it. He's got the leadership in the fire. Let's... Uh, you know, if he's like, hey, guys, I want everybody to just take just a little bit less money, 10% less money, and let's roll it into next year and we'll get you one more trophy. I think people will buy in and they'll find a way to free up enough money to keep Shaq Barrett. I just, I could, I'm not positive it'll happen, but I would not be surprised at all to still see that happen. So I think it's uh, funny how uh, Tom Brady <laughs> brings his uh, part time job money into that household. <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Back to the Broncos. Um, looking at who they probably need. Well, for, for one, who they should sign in free agency. They need a lot of help in that secondary. They need a lot of help a lot of places. But the good news is they have that $32 million in cap. Um, drafting, if they don't make a move for a big-time quarterback, I think they I mean, they'd probably take Trey Lance. They might have to trade up just because they're, they're going at nine. But uh, I feel like they could trade up. If not, grab Caleb Farley. I think he's the best. Him and Patrick Sertain, I, they're different. And you could argue either one's your favorite. I'm just kind of leaving towards Caleb Farley. Um, okay. I and, think Sertain's going to be the man. So I'll, yeah. I'll have fun uh, debating this with you. That, that, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't even debate that with you because if you tell me Sertain's going to be the man, that's fine. I, 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 don't, I yeah. don't begrudge you on that. I feel like these guys are kind of 1A and 1B. I just leaned Caleb Farley. Just be, I like that size. He's he's just big enough. I think he's like six one two thirty. Uh, no, not that big. But he's he's a big boy and uh, tall, lanky, and had a year off because of the COVID thing. But he was ridiculous the year before in Virginia Tech. So I I don't know. I just I I'm more Caleb Farley. Um, the injuries I think could be an issue, but I just like him more. Um, and then the second round, uh, I like Nick Bolton a lot, and they really need help on the inside linebacker. So that's that's who I would take for him. Uh, let's move on to the Raiders. All right. Uh, so the Raiders have eighteen million dollars in cap space. That was at the time. This was this is my. They have yeah, still eighteen million dollars in cap space, but they have they're starting to make some moves. So they they're trading their right tackle Trent Brown, who they paid a ton to about two years ago uh, for a seventh. Basically, they're basically trading sevenths and then giving him Trent Brown. So wow, yeah, it's not that's not great. Uh, it's really not. It's yeah. not. I, you showed me that list earlier of all the moves they'd made in the offseason and how they were terrible. And I feel like you could kind of go through and justify quite a few of them. If you saw that list, well, we can we can do that you, after this. You could justify them, but none of them worked out. 
Yeah, but like but, one of them was Antonio Brown, which I never felt like was their fault. Antonio Brown was a huge. Everyone wanted Antonio Brown. Uh, no, there was a lot. Him, but everybody knew that was a cancer. Uh, and they, they gave it a shot. They knew he had a big personality, but the, you know what? They had the cast face do it. But no one saw, thought that Antonio Brown was going to burn his feet off cry, in a cryogenic freezing tank and then call Mike Mayock a honky, like or a cracker. Like no one saw that. And then all the stuff that happened afterwards, no one saw that. And look, now he's in Tampa Bay and he's doing fine. So you didn't know who you're going to get. I didn't have a big problem with that. Um, Trent Brown, he was a maybe. And you, they had the cap space to kind of splurge on that, so I didn't have a big problem. I remember you and I were kind of wanting Trent Brown, and uh, we were, but he, we we also realized at the time that he was going to get paid too much. Yeah, uh, because uh, you know the the last I think there's another list, and I'll and I'll have to get it later. But the the last like four years, the top guard and the top tackle taken have basically all been horrible misses, <laughs> uh, and way overpaid. Like each time they break the bank. I think Nick Solder and then Trent. Uh, I forget who was after him as the biggest free agent ever. But basically, it's just they, they set the record for the highest paid offensive lineman every year. And all four of them have ended up being busts. Yeah. So uh, we'll see who it is this year. But, I mean, there's – I mean, it's, let's face it, it's probably going to be Eric Fisher. But somebody's getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, I feel like Eric Fisher he's, – he's only 30. I feel like he could, he's still got a few years left to be solid. Um, yeah. So looking at the Raiders, a few things I felt like they needed. A wide receiver, of course, now a right tackle. Um, they could, Colton Miller's fine for left tackle. Uh, a, they need another running back. I'm a big Josh Jacobs fan. I've had him in my fantasy league two years in a row. He's done very well for me. But I feel like he gets the way he runs, he gets beat up a lot, and he has a high volume. I feel like they need to give someone else in, get someone else in there to kind of like split the load with him. And I think it would be beneficial for both. Um, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, inside linebacker. Everyone knows about how bad their inside linebackers are. They they had Raekwon McMillan, who they got from Miami, who is a free agent, and I don't know if they'll have him back. Vic Beasley, who's been kind of – he's been kind of a uh, – I don't know. He, he's been hit and miss. You know, they weren't too keen to keep him in Atlanta. And then Corey Littleton is god-awful in coverage. So they're going to have to do something there. And then everyone knows about their secondary. Although, I think their secondary can improve. Uh, they got Damon Arnett and Amik Robertson last year in the first and fourth. And I feel like Arnett could be good. He got burned a few times this year, but I feel like he could be he could be better. And then Trayvon Mullen the year before. And then, of course, Jonathan Abram, who you and I are huge fans of. Yep. Yeah, he's he's a stud. And, uh, I, yeah, I think they need... They need to make some big moves. I mean, they're in a division that if the Broncos were to land a really good quarterback, <clears throat> I don't know how they have a chance even being in that division. <laughs> I mean, they just, just pack it in. They, they, they've got they've got some decent players, but they have to make, in my opinion, big moves. They need, they need four playmakers, three to four playmakers in one offseason. I don't know how they're going to get that. Uh, the good news is they can use upgrades everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever whoever they can get uh, from the free agent market uh, to come there and, and uh, is going to be an upgrade. Uh, the, I hope they don't have to overspend. And uh, they have a decent draft pick, like you said. Um, so I mean, you got at least one playmaker there. Um, I could see it happening. Um, you know, uh, John uh, Gruden loves himself some veterans. 
So I think free agency is going to be big for him. Do you know how much salary cap space they have? $18 million right now, but I don't know if this is including what's going on with Trent Brown. I don't know because I don't think that's – I don't know if that's gone through yet. Okay, so, uh, you know, with $18 million, you're not going to get a lot. Uh, again, the whole NFL is in line for a slew of restructures. So that shouldn't be a, that shouldn't be a shocker for anybody. Yeah. But over the next two weeks, you're just going to hear – one report after another of so-and-so took a pay cut, so-and-so took a, mm-hmm. maybe not a pay cut, but a restructure. Yeah. And, and again, pushing everything out to, to a couple of years from now. Um, it's just going to happen. But at some point, somebody's going to have to pay the piper and, and, <laughs> and take the hit. You know what I mean? So yeah. so the people that do that are going to have a rough 2023 or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think they can pull that off. I think that Eric Fisher, I would say the Raiders go after him harder than anybody. Um, that makes again, sense. Yeah, Gruden loves a champion. He loves a. They he got loves a veteran. Colton Miller. Although, yeah, swinging Colton Miller to right tackle would not be an issue. I, I think he would be probably better over there. Yeah, or even Mitchell Schwartz. Uh, but uh, at right, you know, and bringing him in to play right tackle. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I think he he loves himself a veteran, and a, and especially a guy who's already had a championship of some type. So he's going to be high on his radar. Um, and he also likes his, his playmaking uh, uh, safeties. I think they're going to bring – they had to let LaMarcus Joyner go. Um, I see him bringing in a big safety because Gruden's always been about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know who all is available there. Uh, but, again, we all know uh, safety is one of the least regarded positions, I mean, you know, along with middle linebacker and running back. It's so, a good safety draft this year. Yeah, and, they, oh, and, and on top of that, yeah. And then you know that when – cuts and everything start happening and things are getting tight i think some big ones are going to hit the market i as we said earlier would not be surprised to see honey badger hit the market yeah uh just as a cap casualty not because of anything you know because he's declining in any way uh but he's all there's no dead money in his contract so it makes all the sense of the world that if you have to lose somebody it's him especially if you like you said it's a good safety draft so um yeah i, I like know. i like christian kirksey and endomic and sue for them not that like sue is like a world beater but he would be a good person to come and ha- and be in that that tackle position um yeah, yeah. and i you know he he i feel like they could draft someone i was looking at jalen phillips uh out in miami he's had some concussion issues but i he's a big body and i feel like you he can kind of play D he can play a little bit all over the uh, the D line, and if you had Cleveland Farrell, and Dominick Sue, Jalen Phillips, and Max Crosby on a front four, that's not too shabby. I feel like that can at least get you some uh, some push. And if you've got Kirksey uh, as at linebacker, I think that helps out a whole lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'd also like yeah. Bolton Bolton in the second round if you because that's another thing Kirksey and then you draft Bolton in the second round. And get Jalen Phillips in the first, or uh, maybe Trayvon Morig at, at at safety. I don't know. They, they've got a lot of. There's a lot of interest. I their draft is going to be very interesting because they can kind of get all these really good players, and they wouldn't have to reach. They can just kind of for what they need. They might even trade back. Uh, that that's a very real possibility. Uh, Mayock's pretty smart and understands that. I think he could. He could do the same thing. He could do exactly that. Um, I really think, though, that they go after a vet, uh, smart safety to kind of be a mentor to Jonathan Abrams. Because as good as he is, yeah. he's still kind of young and, yeah. and uh, doesn't know how to say Salmon. So, yeah. uh, 
<laughs> they're gonna need they're gonna need that uh, that head back there to uh, uh, yeah, to, to be his, his guide, his mentor. So I really think they're after a veteran safety. And then, uh, you know, like you said, I don't know how much money they have. Dominic Sue probably not going to cost that much this, you know, at this point in his career. No, especially when there's going to be all these other free agent guys out there. He's going to be kind of lower on the totem pole. But I think he would be – He the Raiders want that nastiness. John Gruden wants that nastiness. And I feel like Dominic Sue can kind of bring that in the interior and kind of fill a, fill a gap pretty quickly. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, let's move on to the final one, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers, who I think, boy, I feel like everyone's had them having that resurgence every single year, and they just haven't been able to do it. Um, they hired Brandon Staley this year, who I like because I like the fact that they went and got a defensive coach because I, that offense yep. really didn't need any help. Um, Justin Herbert's got that under control. And so yeah, he does. I just feel like he, they, he does need to develop though. He needs somebody yeah. to develop him too though. Yeah, but you can get you can get an offensive coordinator or a, a quarterback coach to help do that. You don't need the head coach to do. I don't. The head coach isn't going to have enough time to spend with the quarterback and do that. Um, you go right. get Pep Hamilton or something like that. But too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Um, but where if I'm them. Some of the things that I would focus on, wide receiver, because I know they have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but both have had histories of being injury prone, especially Mike Williams. I love him, but that man does not know how to come down on his feet. So I would at least get, you could get a late round guy in the third or in the second if you wanted, um, and then an offensive line. So the Pouncey brothers retired, so they have no center. Dan Feeney, you could bring him back. Um, they got to do something about their left tackle, uh, but I feel like they could do something about that fairly. Uh, they could get Rashawn Slater. They have the 13th pick, and I feel like he could possibly be there around that time, and I really like him out of Northwestern. Um, and then Hunter Henry's gone. So is Virgil Green. They desperately need yep. a tight end. Um, and you, you can't draft one. They take three years. You, the only good one in this draft is Pitts and maybe Fryermuth, but I feel like he's more of a he's a big body blocker. So you'd have to probably get someone in free agency. I don't. Maybe Jacob Hollister. He's young. He'd be fine. He's not going to be great, but he'll he'll be okay. Justin Herbert will make him better. Uh, but that offensive line is the main thing. Maybe another cornerback and then another safety to go next to uh, Derwin James. You know, I mean, you're asking somebody to come out to California, so the, the free agency aspect should be easy. I don't remember what you said as far as their cap space. Um, uh, cap space is $26 million. That's a lot. And, again, they haven't even started restructuring yet. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of money. Um, they have some obvious needs, though. Uh, but, again, uh, this is another one to me where it makes all the sense in the world to bring in a guy like an Eric Fisher. Where You know, tackles are hard to draft. They just are. They're hard to draft yeah. and get right. They're also usually not ready to play left tackle year one. Sometimes, sometimes you get a Makai back, but but not always. Uh, and I don't know. I think like you want that sure thing. Go ahead and use that money, get your sure thing left tackle. Um, you've got your quarterback. You've got your pass rushers. Those are the three most important things. Uh, your left tackle, your QB, and your pass rushers. So go ahead and get Eric Fisher. Pay him, overpay him, even because uh, he probably will be. Uh, and then and then you know fill in some uh, so the rest of your pieces. Uh, you know, as intelligently as you can through the free agency, and then I gotta wonder if they're going to utilize a deep pass threat tight end, or if they're gonna want to draft uh, just really good blockers. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the system is that he's going to want to, you know, uh, get going in that on that team. So it kind of depends. You know, some teams just don't value the the deep threat, say, you know, uh, at tight end like the Hunter Henrys. So it really depends where they're planning on going based on what they think their team currently has and what they can add. Um, but I think that they're again, they're in a decent place in the draft to get some big uh, playmakers still. Um, I think they add something to the defense. I think they've got I think they know I, th- I think if they if they address offensive line and in, in free agency and maybe add like a again like a, a blocking tight end I'm not you know something like that, then I think that they could go go defense in the draft again. Um, yeah, and that, get stronger there. That line James, makes me nervous. I mean, they have no center, and they're right. Dan Feeney, maybe they get back. They also I, drafted Forrest Lamp, um, who turned out to center, be kind of robust. Yeah, but you can get a center in the in the second round of the draft, and true, potentially potentially the best center in the draft, yeah. even in the, their early second. So I do like they, Eric Fisher at left tackle. I think that would be a great fit for them. Yeah, be, be get a sure thing there. I mean, you know, don't don't hope for the best when you've got a franchise quarterback in a division where you know eric fisher protected the franchise quarterback all the way to the super bowl i mean so you know bring him in yeah uh yeah absolutely what I mean, do you, it's a no-brainer what do you do about melvin ingram man 31 well melvin Mel- Mel- oh melvin ingram i'm sorry <laughs> uh yeah i was thinking melvin gordon i was like you know they got rid of him uh yeah melvin <laughs> Spoiler alert! Uh, no, no, uh, Melvin Ingram. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, is he a full full out free agent? He's or an undrafted free agent. agent. Yeah, unrestricted. Okay. Unrestricted. Yes, uh, undrafted. Unrestricted free agent. Boy. Yeah, I think he's that dude's gone. Yeah, thirty one. <laughs> that's the thing is right now you're gonna get anybody that's over thirty with who's gonna cost a lot of money. You have to move on from, um, and that's tough yeah. because. Having Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram on the same side really made that team dangerous. You know, unless he's willing to take a somewhat team-friendly deal. Yeah. I mean, he he got a huge contract before, didn't he? I swear he, he did. did. No, he got a real big one. It was a four-year extension. And I think it was, oh, man, it was like $16 million a year. It was like $10 million yeah, signing bonus. Yeah, yeah so- if he doesn't want to move, which why would you want to move from L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> you got Bosa on the other side. Yeah, it was four years, $64 million contract, including a $10.5 million signing bonus, $34 million guaranteed, and an average salary of $16 million. Yeah, he might be fine getting a lesser amount, knowing that Bosa's the, the guy now, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going he's gonna to take the number two role. Uh, not that he hasn't already, but uh, officially. And uh, I don't know, maybe get, get a $10, year, $10 million this year and and maybe 12 next year get like a two-year extension stay here play where you're comfortable you know i i why move why move the family during COVID? yeah you know uh from that state yeah i think he could stay he's a smart guy i think he would too like that's you're in san diego there's not a lot of pressure from the media you've got your quarterback like you've got a lot of the right pieces but i mean if derwin james can stay healthy and no fans to yell at you if you start to decline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one cares. <laughs> no home field advantage. But yeah. Well. yeah uh, that. You know. Yeah. I, new, I, brand new stadium. Have to, yeah, they just got to be creative about that that restructuring because you know, like everybody, like everybody. I, I feel like we don't even need to say that anymore. We just need to know whatever their cap room is. That's today. It could be fifteen million more next week. So, um, 
they need to, but they need to get, you know, smart about who they're bringing. And and you know, you've got a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Why move? Yeah, a young Why one move? on a rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, you got to stay if you can. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, well, that wraps up the AFC West. I I enjoy talking about that division. I think they're I I that's, that's the probably best. the one I'm watching the closest, just because I feel like there's so much potential for so many things there. Um, the next I one, so want. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I just say I so want Watson to end up or Russell Wilson to end up in Denver so badly. Yeah. Because I, I would love to see one of them playing against Herbert and Mahomes. Oh, I mean, that division yeah. would be just a blast to watch. See, well, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Watson to go to the Bears just because I live in Chicago, and it's going to make that pain of the Texans that much easier. Uh, well, it would. But can you imagine Watson versus Herbert twice? Watson versus Mahomes twice? Mahomes versus Herbert twice? What about what, what about Watson versus Cousins? Shut up. All right. Uh, <laughs> the last and final one is the NFC West, and we will get to that right in a sec. And the NFC West, uh, another interesting division who could also have two different quarterbacks by the end of uh, by the time the draft week? comes around, or by the, time <laughs> by the, the end, end of the week. The draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the end of the week, possibly. <laughs> uh, so let's start off with the Cardinals, the one that probably won't have a new quarterback. Yeah, this could end up being three fourths of the quarterbacks could be new in this entire division. Murray's going nowhere. Not Murray, but the Rams got Stafford. And then the 49ers yep. and Seahawks are question marks. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. with the quarter, uh, with the Cardinals, some things I noticed, uh, some needs I felt like they needed. Uh, first off, is wide receiver. I think Christian Kirk is a very good number three wide receiver. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is a free agent. He may come back, but uh, I mean, he's it's nice to have him. And then Andy Isabella, boy, he doesn't seem like he's going to be the guy you wanted him to. So I feel like you still need to get uh, like a third or fourth round quarterback or sorry, quarterback, running uh, wide receiver is that what he is yes yeah hopefully uh but the very main thing you need to focus on is offensive line it was really really bad like they couldn't run the ball murray was constantly under pressure um right now they have dj humphreys justin Pugh, mason cole jr sweezy and kelvin benjamin the last two of whom are free agents uh boy they could use eric fisher uh, their cap space right now is $14 million, so they're low. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they were gonna be able to assign too many people. Maybe Hassan Reddick. I think Patrick Peterson is gone. Probably Jay, Jay Kirkpatrick is gone, and then they might bring out Jr. Sweezy. It's hard to say, but they need to focus I, on big time uh, offensive line. They really do, and thank God they grabbed that. Uh, safety linebacker hybrid last year instead of Makai Becton. Uh, <laughs> that was the most confounding pick I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but so I think there's a good chance Patrick Peterson resigns cheap. I just think he's ready to retire uh, a Cardinal. <clears throat> I think JJ Watts there now. They got some new new blood on defense. It's going to be exciting. Um, Hassan Reddick. I think he's a free agent. I think he's going to yeah. get overpaid somewhere. Uh, and as much as he wants to stay and he's happy to play with JJ, uh, he's going to take that money and run. Uh, but, uh, but as far as our O-line, I mean, this is the best year I've seen for finding your O-lineman. Uh, in free agency, I should say. For finding them in free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more free agent quality linemen than I've ever seen before. Um, that said, 
The reason is nobody has cap room, and that includes the Cardinals. Yeah. So uh, they've got enough, you know, for, for something. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, but they can't do what we've been talking about and go, you know, $6 million this year, $20 million next year to, to a tackle. Like, like we've been saying, like you, the Piper's going to come at some point. So uh, maybe they think there's some blood in the water in the division. There, there could be a rookie QB in Seattle could be a new QB in San Francisco, or they could be keeping the same bad one. Uh, Stafford, uh, I think he's going to be great, but who knows if maybe, you know, they think that they have a shot at beating them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, they could try to make that run and really go after and really, you know, I mean, they pulled out the welcome wagon for J.J. Watt that was unbelievable. Uh, maybe they do the same thing and grab, like we said, uh, uh, Mitchell Schwartz, uh, whoever the best center is in the draft and in the free agency right now. Um, Probably Corey Lindsley out of Green Bay. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, maybe bring him in, uh, and, and that could be that could be a pretty interesting start to a revamp. Uh, that's all you're going to be able to get is Schwartz and Lindsley, but that's still a great, great upgrade. Uh, and then try to get your left tackle in the first round. Yeah, um, I mean, they draft they draft with the 16th pick, so Rashawn Slater, boy, been very high on uh, would be available. Um, also, uh, what's his name out of USC, uh, who I like a lot. Very uh, yeah, all about that guy. Yes, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. Who well, I, I'm telling you, he can play guard or tackle, and I think having that versatility really helps you. And I think he is he is a big boy, and so I yeah, I'm big on him. Him or Rashawn Slater, but you got to go offensive line in that first round. You like you said when they picked Isaiah Simmons instead of. Makai Becton last year, which made no sense. And now you see how great Makai Becton is. And Isaiah Simmons, I feel like he helped change how they do that defense a little bit because then Hassan Reddick could go into a little bit more pass rushing. He had a good year this year. Um, and Isaiah Simmons was a rookie. Give him a second. I think he could still turn out to be very, very good. But you've got to protect your offensive line. I mean, you got to protect your quarterback. He's already a small guy. you got to help him out. Yep. No, absolutely. And uh, it, it wasn't just that Makai Becton was there. It was that there were two other stud left tackles there. They, they didn't even try. I mean, that was just ridiculous. And, and for such a little mobile quarterback uh, on a team like that, I mean, that was just confounding. So, yeah, I mean, what we said right there with, with Gavin Lindsley and, and uh, um, Schwartz and then drafting the left tackle – that would be an amazing revamp of an O-line overnight. And that would be, I mean, you have to, we've been saying it since last season, you have to. The only thing that should matter as a GM of the Arizona Cardinals should have been to protect Tyler Murray. That's it. And he completely neglected it last year. Yes, he fleeced the Texans for D-Hop. Still, he ruined that offseason despite that well that's the problem is he's not steve time is not a good gm and a lot of like he was on this the hot seat for a while and then after the Mm -hmm. hopkins trade it it got him a lot more uh it got him an extension and yeah and and cardinals fans were not happy yeah i mean mean, they're happy about d hop but i remember several comments going oh god he just bought himself another year or two (laughs) and uh you know just happy as they were about the trade just thinking oh it's not worth it with everything else will do wrong so yeah the not protecting Kyler Murray was ridiculous. They have to go out of their way to make up for that mistake. Um, again, uh, rookie O-linemen are always gambles, uh, huge gambles. 
um, you don't even know what position they can play until they get on your team. You know, yeah. how many times that, you know, Cam Robinson's a guard, he can't play tackle? Yeah, he can. So-and-so is a tackle, he can't play guard, you know. Uh, no, no, he's not. He's got to play guard. You know, it's just, so you don't know. So, yeah, getting the vets while you can uh, in this, take advantage of, you know, these vets that never hit the market, throw the money at them. Get J.J. Watt, get Blake Shelton back on that plane, go get him. Yeah. Now, they did draft Josh Jones out of Houston in the third round last year. Um, but not enough. Yeah, we. I mean, you knew he was a project. I think he'll end up – he could end up being a very good left tackle, but he might end up getting stuck with right. He played a little bit last year, and he looked like he, he might end up being okay. Um, and they got Max Percy out of Denver, a while, like, I think, two years ago, and I don't even know if he's seen the field that much. I'll be honest, I haven't really looked into the Arizona Cardinals – offensive line play too much well i haven't seen the individuals bad. i haven't seen the individuals but yeah as a whole it's been it's been very porous um yeah if i'm them you might be right about i, I see i understand wanting to bring patrick peterson back because yeah but he's, he's, he's not he's not well but he's not who he was i think i would rather get a young hassan keep a young hassan reddick um just because he he played well last year he had some good tracks uh, Agreed. I think that, I would keep he, him as a He's going to get paid, though. He's yeah, going to go where the money is. But, and, and it turns out I was wrong. They have $21 million now instead of, I think Oh, I said, maybe they can get him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. And then restructure another player, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe get Mitchell Schwartz and Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Yeah, that would not be too shabby. And then you could get that Elijah Vera Cruz with your first pick. I think you should do it. Yeah, or very that's, that's a good draft. Yeah. And then the second round, my boy Bolton <laughs> out of Mizzou. You grab him. Or you know what? They need a tight end. Go get Firemouth. That's who I want. I would take Firemouth in that situation. They have, right now, their tight ends are, they're going to lose Dan Arnold, which, meh. And then Max Williams, who was kind of a bust out of the, by drafted by Baltimore. He, he won't go there, but you know how fun it would be to watch Hunter Henry with Kyler Murray and D-Hop? That would be fun. That would be a fun offense to watch because Kyler Murray can can uh, can get open, you know, can, can get himself open. Uh, moving around in the pocket and then get that ball to Hunter Henry in space. That could that could be exciting with people double covering D Hop. That could that could be fun. Yeah, but I like Firemuth because he can't. He has he, he does catch, but he's a big boy and he's gonna help you block because and that offensive yeah. line's gonna need it. Especially they gotta get that run game fixed. Uh, King and Drake and Chase Edmonds are two good running backs. Now they're gonna lose King and Drake because he's gonna get paid. But Chase Edmonds is still not bad. Uh, they got Eno Benjamin in like the seventh round last year, which yeah, was just kind of. I mean, it's a seventh round, whatever. But they're going to have to probably get someone else in the, the fourth round. Yeah, nobody could run behind that line last year. Yeah. I don't blame any of the running backs. I really don't. No. Uh, so yeah, I, I I think you stick with Chase Edmonds, uh, and you know you're hoping Eno Benjamin can step it up a little bit uh, if you get them the O line, and that's all that matters. You yeah. need to get them. That improved O line badly. I, they they need to upgrade three spots. Like that is hard to do in an off season, mm-hmm. but they need to they need to improve three spots. I would go offensive line first. I mean, invest your assets, um, and the most important one is your quarterback, and then you're running it. You, you you increase you make your offensive line better, and you've increased your entire offense immediately gets better. I mean, you if you get a better wide receiver, okay, your your receiving game is better. If you get a running back, your running back's better. But your O line, mm-hmm. everything gets better, and so that's yeah. why you got to work from the inside out. Uh, let's move on to the Rams with a whopping negative thirty-three million over the cap. Uh, they are oh, now no. first place after the previous Saints were sixty-nine million, nice in the cap, uh, over the cap, and now are at twenty-five. So 
Uh, they have got... I don't know what they're going to do because they really there's, can't afford to lose anybody. They can't, but there's going to be a bloodbath. A reckoning is coming this week or next week. And there's going to be... I, I mean, I don't think they have a way to restructure that much. I mean, maybe, maybe Aaron Donald and Ramsey uh, agree to postpone some of it a year. I don't see Ramsey doing that at all. Yeah, I he's don't been know. all about the money, yeah. no matter what. Um, and, and he said, "Money equals respect to me." So I don't see him taking a pay cut. Um, maybe, man, I, I don't even know where they go. I, yeah. I don't know where they go. Yeah. I don't see how they. Can can I mean they're gonna have to trade some they're gonna have to trade some really good players. I mean Andrew and, Whitworth will probably have to get cut. He's older. He's just coming off an injury, and he's he, he's gonna get he's been getting some money. I mean he's he's a really good left tackle, but their offensive line is worth one of the things where they need to improve the most. So the only way they're gonna be able to come that far, you know, uh, up on the cap, <clears throat> there are some trades because cuts aren't gonna help you. I don't know. Who can afford to trade for some of these players? Being that uh, everybody's got these captains. The Jags right and the Jets, they're going to make yeah, out like yeah. bandits. They're going to make out like bandits in this offseason. They really could. So, so three trades again, not cuts, but trades that could uh, free up a lot of money uh, for this team would be uh, Michael Brockers. Uh, he can save a good uh, eight million. Uh, sorry, seven million. Andrew Whitworth can save uh, eight million dollars. And a Robert Woods trade would save you $12 million. Okay. So that puts you about where you need to be to get even with the cap. And then you're going to need to restructure. I think you could get Aaron Donald to restructure. Yeah, you probably could. I think you can. He got, he's got he got so much money in that deal. Yeah. Uh, and $28 million for a non-quarterback this year. Yeah. That's a lot. That's Especially insane. in a year when, you know, nobody's got cap space. So, yeah, uh, yeah they could probably free up $10 million restructuring him and do you, realize, his, you know guaranteed money later do you realize the jags have 73 million dollars in cap space in a year where everyone's going to be cheap as do the jets and these next two are going to hurt the patriots and the colts the colts have 46 yeah. million dollars the patriots have 68 the Bengals have 42 which good for them i hope they do some stuff same with the washington football team i mean to hell with dan snyder but i want i i kind of find myself rooting for washington yeah yeah they're, those uh, guys are going to get really good all of a sudden. I mean, they've got the best corner and the best D lineman in the entire NFL on on the Rams, and they've got a really good quarterback that finally joined them. Yeah, uh, and they've they, got they've got receiving. Having just Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson is huge. You can draft someone, and you can get someone in the draft, not with your first pick because you don't have one this year, next year, or the year after. But uh, in the second round. They could get uh, Javon Holland would be. They need a safety. Javon Holland would be good. Greg Newsom is the quarterback. Maybe Basham. I don't. Uh, he. I think that's about the only place he would fit. He would fit. Actually, he would fit pretty well with with this group. I just don't know. With Aaron Donald on one side, I feel like, he, and Michael Brockers, I feel like he'd be fine. Although they have to get rid of Michael Brockers. I don't know. It's the next two weeks are going to be like you said, a absolute bloodbath. It's going to be a bloodbath in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. it's it's going to be fun to watch it's going to be unprecedented really yeah it's going to you're going to see more more veteran free agents than you i think you've ever seen in a free agency period um and then it's going to be the most unreal signing period when you realize that even after cutting all and releasing all these veterans still very few people have 
cap space. Except for the so, ones at the top, Jags, Jackson, Patriots. And those dudes again, are going they, they to a yard sale like to pick up Hall of Fame people. Yeah. But, like, those teams – well, the Jags – the Jags don't need that many pieces. They're getting Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could sign. They could make two really great signings, and they're going to be one of the scariest teams in the NFL quickly. Yeah. If if, if Lawrence is as good as we think he is, they could front load uh, a lot of these. They could front load a lot of these contracts. Yeah, front load them. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is unheard of. They could be dangerous. They could for the be next real dangerous. Yeah. With the rookie okay. quarterback contract and front loaded uh, free agents that they grab this year because. Like you said, there's going to be a lot of free agents to go, wait a minute, I can make all my money this year too? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to wait? Oh, man. And they're a good young up. team. By the time all those, uh, all the veteran, whatever contracts they do this year, they're a front loader over. Because I think a lot of the people, a lot of the free agents this year are only going to want like two, maybe three years because they know it's a, it's a down year. By the time those contracts are up, then it's time to pay all their young studs and they'll have that money back. Like they are going to be, I think the Jags are going to be very dangerous for a very long time. I feel like the Colts could possibly be as well. Yeah. I think the only thing that could go against the Jags though, would be, I think a lot of players might want something in writing saying this team's not moving to London in a year or two. Yeah. Uh, because that's been talked about nonstop. Yeah. The owner said he wants it. Uh, and no player wants that. No. Uh, you know, so that could be the only thing to stop free agents from flooding there. Um, I don't know. Ur- just- Urban Meyer and just to watch Trevor Lawrence. Like, this guy has been the second coming yeah. since Andrew Luck. And I think a lot of people are going to want to see what he and Urban Meyer together have. And there's no state tax in Florida. There's a lot of really nice things to like about the Jags, to be honest. And you could live a you could live a pretty simple life. You're not too far from the beach. I mean, it's not Jacksonville is not Florida that you think of, but there's a lot of reasons why the Jags are not a bad idea. Even Randy, Randy going to Randy Macho Man Savage Airport. Exactly. Just going to see that alone. Exactly. Worth it. Uh, uh, let's move on to the 49ers. So the 49ers have 23 million dollars in cap space, which is not bad. The problem is. They don't have a quarterback. I know people think Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not. He's he's a really good backup. He's not a starter. Uh, he did okay. When he's upright, he does pretty well, but it's in a zone run scheme that props up quarterbacks. Uh, you saw the same thing with Matt Schaub in Houston, Kirk Cousins in Minneapolis, and then Matt Ryan's best year in Atlanta were all that zone run Shanahan uh, scheme. And I it makes people look a lot better than they actually are. And I don't think he's very good. And I, I think the 49ers know that. They're trying to cover it up. But, boy, if they could get Stafford, they would instantly be very, very good. Uh, absolutely. And, but i got to say, uh, I would love nothing more than to see Kirk Cousins end up in San Francisco. Not that I think he's a top three quarterback or anything like that. Of course not. Of course not. But – like you said, with the with the things he could do with Matt Schaub, Kirk Cousins is better than Matt Schaub, you know. And and he could and he and this is arguably arguably a better team, better O line. Um, they've got elite receivers now. Um, they've got one of the best tight ends in the NFL. Uh, they've got solid running backs uh, in the system that they need him in. Uh, I feel like Kirk Cousins could just go off in this uh, in this environment because again, it's like a it's like a Ryan Tannehill move. You know what I mean? It's the same system 
Brian Tannehill is in, just not quite as good. Um, but uh, you know, allowing that play action to to uh, to you know get receivers and tight ends open downfield. So I I'd really like to see him end up there. He maybe be a really good fit there. I agree with you. Um, I I think you I think Cousins would be perfect because he's not he's not great. He's pretty good, and this scheme yeah, makes yeah. pretty good quarterbacks fantastic. Right. Um, yeah. So I uh, no, I one hundred percent. I think that would be great. I think the Vikings are kind of look looking to move on from uh, from Cousins. I mean, this is his last year in the deal. He's not really bringing too much to the table. They're, now they got the fourteenth pick, so I don't know what their quarterback plans would be. But I feel like they're somewhat rebuilding there, and I, not not too much of a long one if they can get the quarterback. But I think they have to. I think they have, they're going to be honest with themselves and try to move on from Kirk Cousins. That'll help shore up some money too for them. Um, a, a few places that the 49ers also need to look into: wide receiver. If they could add one more, I like Brandon Ayuk. I like Debo Samuel. Those guys are lightning in a bottle. But Kendrick Board's a free agent. I feel like you probably resign him for pretty cheap, but I would still get one more. Um, Trent Williams, their left tackle. If he plays another year, you're going to have to pay him a little bit of money. Uh, and I think he'll be pretty cheap just because there's going to be so many veteran players out there. I mean, now you see there's Eric Fisher, there's Mitchell Short, there's all these guys out there. Um, they got to figure out something with running back. I think Raheem Mostart could be the bell cow, but he's had some injury issues. And Jeff Wilson, meh. It'd be nice if they could get one more. Uh, but you, with that scheme, you can kind of almost throw anybody in. A must-have is Kyle Juszczyk, their fullback. you got to keep that guy. He's more than just a fullback. You have to. Yeah, yeah you've got to keep him. Uh, I think they can go for a third-round pick project wide receiver, to be honest with you, uh, because yeah. they, their offense really only needs one stud receiver, um, just the way they're built, you know, with the tight end being the other – uh, guy pulling uh, players away and, and the and the running game the way they have it, um, and they've got two. I think you can get a third round pick receiver and and use that pick to try to develop your other receiver um, and not be scared about going into the season that way. Um, but I I think that I agree. I think I would build the O line, but but maybe maybe it's just trade that first round pick for Kirk Cousins. I know that sounds insane, um, but the difference that would make for your team would be enormous. And uh, and I really think that they're a super. Well, wait, no, wait, wait. Where's their pick though? Uh, their pick is fourteen. I wouldn't do a first round pick. That's a second. Yeah, second round. For, Kirk Cousins, for Kirk Cousins, I'm doing second round. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If the Vikings, I, I'm not it, spending yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not spending that much money on Kirk Cousins, especially in a year yeah. when there's so many quarterbacks available. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I would do a second. Um, there. Kyle Juszczyk is a really great one. Their biggest, I think, though, honestly, is Solomon Thomas. Uh, that that defense, oh, yeah. uh, that defense is so nasty. D. Ford, Eric Armstead, Solomon Thomas, Javon Kinlaw, who they got last year, who you and I were both big fans of, out of I think Southern Cal, Southern Carolina, and Nick yep. Bosa, who is just uh, might be the best Bosa. And so you've got to you got to kind of keep that together. They've got a little bit of money. They got twenty three million. I think feel like they could resign him, and especially this year, I feel like they could sign him on a fairly friendly deal. Kind of how teams have already started restructuring things. Uh, but linebacker and DBs. Richard Sherman's a free agent. Jason Barrett's a free agent. Chukwiski Tart's a free agent. I mean, you might be able to keep Chukwiski for 
pretty cheap. But Richard Sherman, I don't think you can afford him. He's he's I mean, going to the Jets. There's no yeah, way. I think you're right. He's following his boy Robert Sala to the Jets. I think you're right. Uh, and Jason Barrett's always been so injured that he barely ever plays. So I feel like corner's a big deal. The good news is you can get a pretty decent corner. Um, Janoris with, Jenkins. Who? Janoris Jenkins. That's would a, be good a good call. There. That's a really good call. Yeah, you could grab him as your vet, and I think I would still get. Uh, oh, yeah, an early early pick. Call. Yeah, you might be able to get Sertainer fairly. One of those guys is going to drop farther than you think, and you could get one of those guys at the 16th pick. Um, after that, maybe trade back into Asante Samuel Jr. or J.C. Horn or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah, uh, I think they're still going to be good. They've got a good coach. They've got a good GM that's a well-run organization. Um, they got really their defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, uh, former Texan. So I think that's going to help out a lot too. Yeah, I, I wish him a lot of luck in, in his career. I hope, yeah. he, I hope he, uh, his coordinator works out really well. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does. That guy was a hell of a player. He was, yeah. Rookie of the year. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Nope, sorry. Defensive rookie of the year. The same year the Texans drafted Mario Williams. Yeah. How about that? How yeah. about that? Defensive rookie of the year, second rounder, after the number one overall pick was Mario Williams. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's move on to the Seahawks finally. And this is, boy, I tell you what, if you could buy stock in football teams, I am selling on this one. Uh, even if they bring Russell Wilson back, there's, there's, there's too much – disorder there shotgun (laughs) yeah there's too much disorder there and i you're gonna lose kj wright shaquille griffin so they are seven they have 17 million in cap space um but they're gonna lose bruce Irvin again kj wright shaquille griffin chris carson carlos hyde um i think that's it that's about all the big names yeah but they might be able to keep one i don't know who you keep i don't know who you keep that probably shaquille griffin is who I would go with, just because your corners are not very good. He's probably your best one. Um, yep. And and you know, there we got the rookie DK Metcalf. I mean, spoke out against his own team, and that's never a good thing. Yeah. Uh, he came out and said the reason they didn't make uh, deeper into the playoffs or, or make the playoffs, I forget if they made it even, uh, was uh, uh, because defenses figured him out and they refused to change. Uh, refused, refused to change their offense. And when a rookie was, well, he, he's not a rookie, he's a second-year. Second-year uh, receiver, when he's going to speak at a, speak out against your team like that and basically call out your coaching, uh, it's a really bad sign. And now, like you said, losing it, losing Russell Wilson, uh, you know, losing all these other players on defense, it's – I agree with you. Uh, sell your stock on the Seahawks now. Uh, I will be, not be drafting a single player there next year in the fantasy football league. Yeah, especially, I mean, if Russell Wilson is gone, I wouldn't touch DK Metcalf. Yeah, and not only, so they did, they lost in the wild card round, but their first round pick also goes to the Jets. That's right. Well, bring in Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, well, you know what, he can't, they don't, they're not set up for that. They don't have the offensive line to protect him. Dwayne Brown's getting older. Um, Damian Lewis, we'll see if he's good. But that's about it. Yeah, I mean, they need a left guard, a center, and a right tackle. Yeah, they're not getting anybody. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick, maybe. 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 Just a maybe, though. I wouldn't if I was Uh, him. There's rumors he's thinking about retiring. 
And... No, he came out and said, no, I absolutely want to play. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I heard those rumors, too, and I got put in my place quickly. Fair enough. A buddy saying, nope, here's his here's his own words. Nope. Okay. He said, he said, I heard that and I want to play. Listen, he would be actually a great pickup for Seattle. Um, and the reason I say that specifically, not like player, you know, they're going to the Super Bowl with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's a high-energy guy and people love – love love to play with him yeah and i mean they can't say enough great things about him no matter where he goes uh and if you've got the turmoil that they've got in seattle uh why not why not bring him in and, and quarterback while you're trying to figure things out and rebuild you know bring in fitzpatrick to make it so the players will at least be happy that they have a leader to rally behind and, and fitzpatrick's happy that he knows he's going to get to start there um because best case scenario you get a second round project qb uh to sit for a year or two that's best case scenario um and so yeah i think actually i think fitz would fit in well there i just don't know if he'd want to go there yeah i would stay away from there i just don't think it's there's too much there's too much disorganization and you can tell the players are unhappy i would just stay away from there i mean I hope Russell gets out. I think he's going to end up with the Bears. I think that's what's going to end up happening. But uh, I, and I think you'll, I, I think you could see that tomorrow. Uh, it, what is, today is Thursday the 11th. I think Friday the 12th of March, you could see they them announce in the afternoon that Russell Wilson is being traded to the Bears. I hope so. I want to see things shake up. Trade Watson. Trade Russell Wilson. Yeah. Let's get all kinds of draft picks going all over the place. I just, oh, yeah, I, I just want to be like a Scrabble board that got knocked on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. what I want the rosters to be this year. Fair enough. Uh, that wraps up not only the NFC West, but our entire pre-free agency uh, look at everything. Uh, next time we come back, I believe we're going to start breaking down some uh, some of our favorite players going into the draft. We are 49 days away from the NFL draft. I believe. Is that right? I think you're right. Okay. Yeah, that's... Uh, Man, I can't wait. I've already started watching everything. And yeah, 49 days, one hour, 28 minutes, and 37 seconds away. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for the draft. And I think you're going to see a lot of shakeup. I think you're going to see a lot of things tomorrow and then next week. And it's going to be, I mean, all free agencies should be pretty busy. Yeah, it's really going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be a a crazy couple weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, until then, we'll, uh, we'll see you. See you then.